Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. Take a listen today to Cappuccino and Conversations. I think you may be a bit surprised that it's much bolder and deeper than the title may sound. But it's time for bold brethren who are contending for the faith in their oneness with the Father and in their ability to move with each other in such a way where there will be no defeat within our ranks. Take a listen today. I pray it encourages you to continue to go deeper with Him and potentially to connect more with me. Hey everybody, I'm so glad that we're together today. So there is a breed of fellowship that God has been speaking to me about. You know, a few months ago I was in Poland and preaching at one of uh, the great churches that I get to be a part of there. And, And my heart was just longing, you know, for the real uh, church, the real fellowship, the real uh, of us talking together, hearing his word, but having grown weary of what can sometimes come across as performances, we've got to put on a service, um, you know, just all of that. And not being negative about it, not being critical, just it was not as much about being against something as what my heart was longing for, longing for inside. And it was just growing with a hunger. And so when I got up to Uh, speak that night, I said, you know, I just really, really want to express my heart is that I just so wish we could just have cappuccino and conversations. And everybody laughed. And I said, you know, just having family meetings. Well, little did I know that that was going to become um, kind of a rally cry for me. And now, almost without fail, Every time I get up to speak or to share, this is what I say. I'm so glad that we're here together for this family meeting. It was so funny because uh, one of the guys in that church, when I said it, unbeknownst to me, he walked outside. He went uh, to the um, coffee cafe right there by the uh, church um, where they were having church. And he got me a cappuccino in full cup and saucer, everything. And while I continued to teach, he then came up and handed it to me. I mean, it was priceless. And so this cappuccino in conversations, you know, this longing for the organic conversations that are necessary for there to be real relationship. Because when you have the true texture of uh, conversations, fellowship, you're together, you enjoy one another, you share the word together, you share life together. Then when there are issues to be addressed, it doesn't mean that they're not still, uh, you know, maybe difficult or a little uncomfortable. Um, you know, hopefully nobody truly enjoys, you know, confrontation or where you have to, you know, leave the shallow end of the pool Uh, in your conversations and relationships and have to go a little bit deeper to talk about things. 
But when you have this backdrop, when you have this texture of having spent time together, praying together, living together, sharing sorrow together, laughing together, you know, go shopping together, go out to dinner together, whatever it may be, and you do have connection, then when there's a need for a deeper level of conversation or a confrontation, um, you know, then this is able to be carried out in a much um, uh, smoother, richer, um, truer way. And it means that we can come together. And this is not some utopian fellowship that we're after. This does not exist. So I've been really mulling this over now for months. And then in different situations, the Father has really opened me up to the deepening need for our deep fellowship with Him and a deepening fellowship with each other. And I'm beginning to awaken more and more to this. And I want to be a part of, of um, cultivating it and promoting it um, in, an, in a way that has his rhythm on it, has his purpose within it. Um, and so I wanted to share this today. Uh, I think this is a part of what will be the bold brethren that are about to emerge. You know, Paul would constantly address when he was writing the letters to the church, he would say, brethren, you know, don't you know, brethren, you know, brethren, live a life worthy of the gospel. Live in a manner, in such a way, conducting your business in such a way, being, you know, uh, the God kind of uh, love and kindness and care and attention. But never does he call us to live toxic, codependent, uh, taking more upon ourselves than is necessary or proper within relationships. He, he, they, the, the scripture says things like, be at peace with others as much as it depends upon you. My friends, the nuance uh, uh, of the learning curve that we're about to be on, I think, is um, staggering. But it is worth it all. Because part of what God has spoken to me is that the breed of fellowship that he is about to walk us into with him and with each other is going to be a part of what will allow for there to be no defeat within our ranks, as much as it depends upon us. That there will be such a stoutness and a strength within us that even when we are alone and isolated or persecuted, uh, even when uh, tables flip and things happen that we did not plan on, we will not be moved. And so today, I just wanted to open up this conversation. This is, I'm not saying this is going to be uh, what the next episode is on. It might be. It might not be. But I wanted to start out uh, this week saying that God has put this within me, and it is stirring. And this breed of fellowship, this bold breed of the brethren, is beginning to stir in me very, very strongly in such a way that is not just to be a teaching. It is something, it is real-time engagement with Him. This is what He is about to do. And I want to be one 
who wholeheartedly allows him to prepare me for it, uh, to be able to have, yes, cappuccino and conversations, but to also uh, be able to have, um, uh, this is some of what I preached on at Crossroads Church in Council Bluffs, Iowa yesterday, as this is unfolding inside of me, that we can have uh, the uh, the evidence of being really alive is that we are in real relationships. Um, and I was somewhat amazed at when the Word speaks in Philippians 1, 27 and 28, and in Jude 3 and 4, um, and they're using these words, striving side by side, contending for the faith, earnestly contending. These words have the uh, group, uh, Greek root meaning uh, of an agony. Listen carefully. Of an agony and a, a struggle like someone who's running a long-distance race. My friends, we get to decide if we're going to keep trying to live in the excruciating pain of our past relationships, you know, traumas and difficulties and those things continue to dictate who we will relate with and how we will relate, or we can begin to pass over into the exquisite pain of real true relationships. You know, and I don't mean a pain that's debilitating, but it's when you're awakening, you know, if one of your feet or your hands goes to sleep and it begins to awaken, there's this odd kind of pain, isn't there? And it's almost like you can't put any weight upon your leg at that moment that it's starting to tingle and awaken and all that. And it's this kind of exquisite type of pain. And you know that it will pass um, because there's something happening. Your foot is going from being asleep to, to awakening. There are, are agonies, my friends, that we're about to enter into that are going to be very uh, productive um, because we are in a long-distance race with Him, with each other, and in our assignment. And so today, I wanted to share these thoughts with you, and I'm not tying them up in a nice little you know bow here at the end. I'm just saying, let's think about this. And are we ready to be this type of bold brethren? Are we willing to pursue uh, and live in this kind uh, and this breed of fellowship uh, within the body of Christ? Uh, And are we willing to finally say, I am no longer going to live in the excruciating pain of the past, letting past relationships, past fears, Um, vows of my youth set who I will and will not be with and all of that so that we can step into the exquisite pain and agony of being earnestly contending for the faith and for real relationships that will literally be so invigorating to us in the days ahead that even when we're alone we will know that we are not alone because something was deposited in us in our, our connections, in our relationships that brought something together for the brethren that could only happen when the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are deeply at work in their people, in their sons, in their bride, in their temple, in their house. 
These are all the words they use to show the deep desire they have for such intense fellowship with us, and then they uh, promote it and provoke it within us to have it rightly and appropriately and in the cleanest and purest way possible with each other so that there is such a strength um, uh, among us. Uh, Because when the fellowship of the cross uh, begins to happen, you see, then there's no pretense or pretending or comparison and contrast and narcissism and, you know, self on steroids. If if there are flare-ups of these things, they're addressed, um, preferably by the person who's having the flare-up. It's, you know, so, so that we begin to rule ourselves all of these things. But my friends, this is going to be the fellowship that the cross produces in the bold brethren that are about to emerge. So thanks for listening today. I hope it encourages you to see that God is moving us forward into his way of life under the big tent of his presence. So I pray that this is a part of the slow fire of real, true, provoking discipleship in your life. I love you all. I'll talk to you soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.